Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. G'day guys, welcome back to a fresh episode of The Wake Up Call. This is episode 131, and today I want to talk to you about the beauty of step loading. Now, step loading is a slightly different style of periodization or programming that we use to help you overcome a plateau. Okay, it's the it's the word that nobody wants to hear, and it's that time where you, you're training hard and you just run into this wall known as a plateau where you can no longer lift any heavier. You just stop getting stronger for some reason, okay? Now, if you're the type of person who strength trains regularly, but maybe you have trouble making lasting gains, so you train for a little while, you get stronger, and then you kind of hit that wall. You hit the proverbial air quotes, plateau. This is typically where people throw their hands up and they're like, I'm doing all the right things, I'm training consistently, I'm getting into the gym, I'm lifting the weights, and I'm still not making progress. I have hit the wall, I have reached a plateau. What do I do? Well, first and foremost, you wanna make sure that your technique is absolutely pristine, first and foremost, okay? Uh, but in this episode, I'm gonna to talk to you about a way that you can actually sidestep that plateau um, and acknowledge that A, it's going to happen, but if you use this style of programming that I'm talking about called step loading, you can actually bypass it pretty much altogether. And if that sounds too good to be true, you may wanna to continue to listen and really pay attention to what I'm gonna to talk to you about, all right? now. If you're a regular listener on the wake up call, you're probably already aware that in order to get stronger and build muscle and develop power and all of these great things that happen within the body, you have to overload it, all right? You must slowly, over time, make the body do more, okay? This is the progressive overload principle in action. Um, and in essence, what we're doing is we're increasing the demands placed upon your body. So if you do the same thing over and over again, uh, yeah, it's going to adapt. Um, and it, this, is, this is where people hear, this is where people need to understand that an adaptation, so a change in your body uh, is normal. If your body is changing and getting accustomed to something, it's actually normal, okay? Your body as an organism is designed to change, all right? in accordance with what you provide it, the stimulus that you provide it. So you've probably heard the phrase, use it or lose it. And it's 100% true. If you go to the gym and you start lifting weights, you're going to get stronger because you're placing external load and resistance upon your body. Your body has no choice but to adapt and get stronger to handle this new increased workload and the demands placed upon it. And the same thing is true when you stop training you stop lifting weights. Those hard-earned muscles that you've spent time and effort and dedication to build, they're going to wither away. Those muscles are going to atrophy, or atrophy. Basically, it means they're going to waste away, all right? It's, it's not up to you to decide that. The body 
makes that decision for you based upon what you do or don't do. All right, so you use it or you lose it. The same thing for joint mobility. If you've gone from being a really active person, maybe you've had a, a manual labor job and you're up and down stairs, you're climbing, you're lifting, you're carrying, you're getting into odd shapes, you're bending your knees, your hips, you're moving stuff overhead, you're rotating, you're twisting your body. And then you start to get a good old fashioned nine to five job where you're sitting down, maybe in your little cubicle in your chair that has a backrest which you now slump into, your body is going to conform to those new shapes. Your shoulders will start to round. Your back is going to start bending. You're gonna get really tight, really stiff through the hips. You might even start experiencing some low back pain because that is what you have provided your body. You've gone from being super active and moving and putting your body through different shapes and positions to now sitting on your ass. You can see how that works, surely. You can connect those two dots, right? Now, today's message is about step loading. Okay, understanding that your body will adapt, okay, and that plateaus do happen. And I'm not saying a plateau is actually a bad thing, right? Do we want to continue gaining strength, building muscle, performing better? Yes, absolutely. I am 100% in favor of doing that. Getting better, make yourself stronger, make yourself fitter, become more resilient, increase the your work capacity, all of these good things, all right? Now, a plateau, a lot of people view it as a negative. I don't, not necessarily, because a plateau, when you reach a point where you can no longer increase, let's say the weight that you lift, right? What it does is it gives you an opportunity to solidify your gains. Now, what I mean by solidify your gains is if you just touch a weight that you've never touched before. So if you lift a weight that you've never lifted before and you only do it once, that's A, it's a personal best, so well done to you, but B, your body is not familiar with it yet. Your body has done something once, not twice, not three times, it's done it once. So in terms of progression, if you were to do that same thing again, you would actually be creating a habit, a routine, and a What's the word? We would be basically applying concrete to this new level, this new capacity that you found, right? So you essentially start to own that weight. So it's no longer a one-off or, you know, I can only do it when, you know, I'm super high on caffeine or, you know, jacked up or maybe I've had the best day possible. I've, I've, ate, I've eaten well, I've, been, I've slept well, I had a float, I had a massage, I had all these great things and I hit a personal best and then I can't ever do it again. It's it just starts becoming your new normal. So if you do something one time and then you can't do it again, it doesn't mean you've hit a plateau. It means that your body hasn't yet adapted to being able to repeat that. All right, and this is where step loading comes in. So if you want a surefire way to overcome this, air quotes, plateau, uh, or just use an alternative method to sidestep it altogether, uh, I, would, I, would, I would like to get you to try this method. It's called step loading, all right? Now what it is, step loading is where you stick with the same weight for a prolonged period of time. Okay, so you don't chop and change how much weight you lift. You lift the same weight for a number of weeks, four weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, 16 weeks even, okay? 
And the goal is to master and dominate that current weight. Because if you're always adding extra 1.25 kilos, next dumbbell, next dumbbell, heavier plates, it doesn't actually give your body time to adapt to that new workload. As I said, if you only lift this new weight once, it illustrates exactly that, that you can lift it one time. I would like to see you do it again and again and again and again until that heavy weight now becomes a light weight or more appropriately, probably going from a heavy weight to a medium weight that you can just walk up to any day of the week and lift it off the ground, whether it's a squat, deadlift, bench press, military press, row, whatever it is, and you can do it, no issues. Sure, you're still going to work for it. You're going to have to apply some effort, but it's not going to be a fluke. It's going to be your new normal, what you're capable of doing day in and day out. Okay. Now, I do have some things that I would like to read from the passage of one of my favorite books. It's called Kettlebell Simple and Sinister from Pavel. And uh, he's talking about step loading for maximal reliability. Okay, so if you want reliable, consistent gains in strength, think about this. Okay, the best way to enjoy training, maintain freedom from injury, and keep your marbles without employing complex mathematical formulas for ever-changing lifting percentages is to simply stick with constant weights for long periods of time. That's a quote from John McKean, an old-school powerlifter and all-round lifter. Okay? And also, in this book, Pavel mentions, okay, if you don't have heavy days, you don't need light days. So for those of you who have a lot of shit going on in your life, and, you know, some days you're just really low. You've got super low energy. So maybe Monday, start of the week, you've had a good weekend, you've got your meal prep done, and all of this good stuff. You're ready, you're firing on all cylinders. And then the middle of the week, you get that slump, because everybody has, what's it called? Hump day. Everybody hits on Wednesday, hump day. And then by Friday, you're just ruined. You're exhausted. And the last thing you want to do is go and lift some heavy shit. All right? If that's you, if you have those days where you're just like, some days you're really on and other days you're really off, step loading could actually be right up your alley. Okay? Now, the other thing is this. I'm going to quote this from the book. <clears throat> that is the beauty of step loading you select a comfortably hard training load. So that might be in terms of weight, sets, reps, or rest periods, and you stay with it until it feels almost easy. You own it. Only then, move up. All right, does that make sense? So you're not chopping and changing things week to week, training session to training session. You are repeating the same movement at the same weight for the same number of reps for a, for a decent chunk of time. You are making a commitment to dominate that current weight until it feels either medium or as Pavel said, until it feels light. And the last quote that I'm gonna give you before I start going back to my, my own show notes is this. Pavel says, step loading is an adult training progression it weeds out impatient juveniles unable to stay on task. So if you're the type of person who can't sit still, if you're constantly looking for that new shiny thing, 
want to do more, add a little bit of weight at, at any or all costs, um, this quote is directly for you. It means concentrate on the exercise at hand. Become a fucking master at it. I don't care if it's a squat, a bench press, a push-up, whatever it is. Dominate the exercise. Make it, you've got to make it go from being really heavy, really hard, to medium, to moderate. And then you become so skilled, you become so strong at that weight that eventually it feels easy or it feels light. Then we bump the weight up and we repeat the sequence. We repeat that cycle, okay? Last quote, this is specific to kettlebell training and using kettlebells. There is no way to advance to the kettlebell, to the next kettlebell, other than by dominating the previous one. So like I just mentioned, if you want to burst through this, air quotes, plateau, dominate the current weight you're on. If your current maximum bench press is 50 kilograms, I would train at a weight below that, and I would stay at that weight until it feels fucking easy. Practice the movement. Get better at the movement. Make it as efficient as possible. No energy leaks. So that means if you're arching your back, you shouldn't move. Your arch should not change throughout the press. It should remain static. Your body stays still while the bar and your arms move. That's it. If your feet move, fix it. If your back arches and then you lose an arch or you start doing this funky you know, worm kind of thing where you're squirming on the bench, that's an error which you need to correct. And this step loading principle can apply to any training tool, not just the, the kettlebell. You can use it with a barbell. You can use it with a dumbbell. You can use it with a sandbag. The principle is this. Maintain the same weight until it starts to feel easy. Then make a sharp jump in weight. So in kettlebells, they typically go up in four kgs. So if you're on a 16 kilo, you're not going up to a 17 or an 18 kilo kettlebell, you're going to a 20. So that's an extra 25% of weight. When you calculate it like that, it's like, oh wow, that's pretty fucking heavy. So it means your technique has to be really dialed in. You can't be, I'm just a little bit better at it than it was before. It's no, 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 technique needs to be fucking perfect. Understand? You can't be a little bit good at the exercise and then expect to lift heavier weights. You've got to be fucking excellent at it. If it's a dumbbell, you know, the dumbbells typically go from one kilo to 10 in one kilo increments. Then when you reach the 10 kilos, they start going up in two and a halves, 12.5 kilos, 15 kilos, 17.5 kilos. And I'm, I actually use both styles of programming with my students. I have some students who do progressive overload. Okay, this week we will increase by 2.5 kilos. And then when we hit this, air quotes, plateau, we use step loading. I have a couple students, like a handful, who are using step loading for their presses, chest pressing. So they've gotten to a weight that is their maximum for X amount of reps. So the goal is, cool, we're gonna stay at this weight for a number of weeks and you're gonna dominate it. Then, and only then, when you can dominate that weight, will you be ready to attack the next one, okay? And if it's on a barbell, maybe it means, let's say you're doing a deadlift, you stay with the same weight, 
you hone your technique, you practice it because it is a skill. So the goal is to improve your skill at that lift. You stay at it for a number of weeks and then bang, you add an extra five kilos. So it, does, it means you can't just get a little bit stronger. You can't just get a little bit better at it. You have to become fucking awesome at it. The technique must be impeccable. Does that make sense? So we're not looking for these little itty bitty micro progressions in form, in technique, in bracing, in breathing. Every aspect of the exercise must improve, period. And when you're using step loading, you aren't coasting or just chilling out with this heavy weight or this moderately heavy weight. What you're trying to do is you're trying to make it your bitch. You're trying to make this weight that is currently heavy and you're trying to get so good at it and your technique is so amazing that it doesn't feel heavy anymore. It starts to become medium heavy and then you get even better at it. Your technique improves again. You're working on improving and getting all of those little bits that were kind of average and improving them so that it becomes medium. And then you improve the efficiency of your breathing. You're able to get tighter. You're able to remove these energy leaks and it stops feeling medium and it starts feeling easy. So what ended up used to being your working weight now becomes your build up weight or even a warm up weight. This is what happens when you trust that process and you follow it and you stop getting concerned about plateaus. As mentioned, I'm, I don't want you to be able to hit or to lift a specific weight one time and that's the end of it. I want you to get real comfortable with it. I want you to be able to do it over and over again, which is why I've actually kind of gone away from doing one rep maxes with, with my students. Uh, we train singles, so we do many sets of one reps in, in the programming, depending on where uh, where each of my students are in their training and based upon their goals. But what I end up doing is getting them to do multiple sets of one rep, whether it's a trap bar deadlift, whether it's a bench press, whether it's a squat. doesn't really matter the exercise, but we want to touch those super heavy weights. But again, we're not doing it just for one time. It's not a once ever thing. They do it for a number of sets. All right. So that on any given day that they can walk in and be like, yep, I touched that weight last week. I should be able to do it again this week. So you pick it up and you do your exercise with no issues. And what I mean by no issues is you don't need a huge pump up. You don't need someone to slap you in the face or pump you, you know, pat you on the back and be like, come on, man, let's go. You don't need loud, aggressive music or doof doof music if that's what you're into not sure why you'd be into that but you know whatever your um music is that you know inspires you and gets you going and you certainly don't need to have the perfect conditions so if you're somebody who you know trains really well when it's hot and it's cold and you can't perform that's a problem because you know we're now coming into cold weather and winter and it's rainy and it's dark and it's cold so I don't want you to be at you know the mercy of the weather conditions. I want you to be at the mercy of the work you've done. So have you done the work? Have you put in the reps? Have you actually worked on improving your technique? Because all of those things, you can control them. And those controllables are what are gonna see you lift heavier, move more efficiently. Does that make sense? 
So on a good day, a bad day, an average day, you can go in and get the work done. That's really what we're looking for. When you reach that point, now you are ready to increase either the volume, so the amount of reps that you do, or the load. So for me, my standard, like I'm just getting back into kettlebell swings and uh, Turkish get-ups after a bit of a knee issue, and A, it feels fucking great to be back doing those things. I have missed them. Um, uh, but the standard for me is 100 swings with the 32 kilo kettlebell and 10 get-ups with the 24. That's stock standard for me. I'm, I'm not quite at the, the point where that just becomes normal for me. I'm, I'm actually having to work myself back into that becoming a standard and just something that's easy for me, right? But when it does become easy and it no longer challenges me, I know that I'm good to either increase the weight of the kettlebell from 32 to 40 kilos for my swings. That's a, a good jump. That's a good spike in weight for me. Or for get-ups, increasing from 24 to either the 28 or the 32 kilo, depending on how dominant and how good I get at that movement with the 24. So that's one option. I can either increase the load, sharp increase in weight, or I can increase the volume by uh, 20 to 120 swings. So instead of 100 reps with the 32, I can do 120. So I'm increasing the workload by about 20%. Again, it's that sharp jump. It's not these itty piddly little things. It's a big, we call this a leap of faith, right? So it's the same, it's the same, it's the same, it's the same, boom, jump. Big increase in volume or load. And it's these sharp jumps that force your body to make huge adaptations instead of those little tiny ones. Okay, so it's, it's like I said before, similar principle, just a different way of achieving it. The goal is ultimately progress. Get stronger, build more muscle, become more powerful, become fitter, all of these great things, right? As you go through this process of step loading, your goal is to master the technique and become more skilled at the exercise in question. And when I coach my students, I'm not always looking at what they do well. If I'm just looking broadly at their movement, okay, they're doing a lunge, yep, that looks pretty cool. I don't continue looking at what they're doing well. I already know it, I've seen it. I'm then getting my magnifying glass out to look at what they're not doing well. I want to know what doesn't look good. What's not being done the way that I want it to or the way it needs to be done? And how? what is there that I can look at that I'm seeing that they can improve upon? What can, what can be done better? Because it's those improvements in skill that equal better efficiency. That's going to allow them to lift heavier weights easier. It's going to allow them to do more reps with less effort. It's going to allow them to perform more volume with less energy cost. More skill equals more efficiency. It's a constant, relentless pursuit of exercise uh, of excellence on every rep, every set, every exercise, every training session. So we're not coasting. We're not just hanging out at a moderate weight and just going through the motions. Yeah, that's good enough. No, it's not good enough. If you want to get stronger, you have to ditch that mentality of that's good enough. No, it's fucking not.
If you truly want to be strong, every set is an opportunity to enhance your technique and improve some part of it. Pick one thing per set that you're going to concentrate on. If it's a bench press, for example, are you gripping the bar tight? Everyone then says, yeah. And I'm like, as tight as you can. And then I can see them actually concentrate and contemplate, oh, actually I can grip it tight, can't I? Yes, of course you can. And then I'll ask maybe a different question if I still don't believe that the bar is being adequately gripped tight enough. Are you squeezing the bar with your little finger, the pinky? Oh, actually, I wasn't even thinking about it. Well, you've got five fingers and you're not concentrating on 20% of one of them. That's a problem. And you've got two of them, right? Yeah, okay. So can you do it better? Can you grip the bar tighter? Yeah, I can. So for that set, I might just say, I want you to crush the fucking bar with your pinky. Because if you do that, I already know the other five, the other four fingers are going to do their part. If you're, you're already, you've already told me that you're gripping it tight. But I want you to grip it tighter with one particular part of your hand, one finger, the pinky. So you keep, it's not to say don't do what you're already doing. Keep doing that, just concentrate on this other thing. Do what you're doing, but add the, add the little finger, add the pinky. It will make a tighter fist. It will solidify your grip around the bar and your wrist is what connects you to the bar. If your wrist cocks back or flexes, you have unnecessary movement, also known as an energy leak, which makes the movement less efficient. It makes it less good, okay? Now, step loading allows you to train frequently without feeling like shit, okay? So you don't have, you get very minimal DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness, okay? There's no slap to the face or huge drain and huge demand placed upon your nervous system. You just get in, you do the work, you hit your reps, you lift the weights, you get out and you get better. And you rinse and repeat. That's the beauty of step loading. I don't have to psych myself up for training. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm lifting the same weight for the same reps and I'm trying to do it better. As I mentioned, every rep, every set, every exercise, every session, that's the goal. Do your exercises better than last time. If you do that for a long enough period of time using the same weight, your body has no choice but to adapt and get better. So then when you do make that sharp increase in load or volume, Yes, it is challenging. Yes, it's demanding, but you'll be able to do it. And you can do it for a, a multitude of exercises. You can do this for push-ups, trap bar deadlifts, straight bar deadlifts. You can do it for a bench press. You can do it for a chest press. As I mentioned, I have many, I have, I have many students doing that. They get to a weight that they just can't surpass. Okay, cool. We're going to hang out at that weight and accumulate some volume. I want you to get really good at whatever weight is your top weight. When that happens, boom, next dumbbell. Kettlebell swings, as I mentioned. Uh, military press, I've done that for months, staying at the same weight and owning it, really fucking dominating it. Having almost like a one-on-one -on -one battle. I remember when I was uh, uh, preparing myself for my SFG2 um, uh, half body weight military press and I started with the 24 kilo kettlebell and even then that felt heavy. And I stayed on it. I followed the program to a fucking T. Stay with the same weight. Accumulate some volume. 
stay with the same weight, accumulate some more volume, stay with the same weight, accumulate more volume, do more reps, do more reps, do more reps, practice the movement, every set, every rep, all the way from the rack, from the clean, to the rack, to the press, to the negative, every fucking piece, I concentrated on making every single military press as good as it could be. So that when I made that sharp jump to the 28 kilos, yes, I had to concentrate a bit more. I had to grip the kettlebell tighter. I had to brace my abs harder. But you know what? The technique was the same. And that's really the missing key for a lot of people, is when the weight goes up, the technique changes, when it shouldn't. The only difference that there should be when you go from a from one weight up to a heavier weight is the effort and the difficulty. It requires more energy. It requires more concentration. It requires you to stay focused until every rep is completed. Why would your form change? If it does, it's a lack of skill or perhaps, all right, maybe you just have overshot and you've just increased the weight by too much. So if you've gone up by five kilos, maybe it means, okay, for you, the jump is 2.5 kilos. Or if you can't even hit that, it's telling you in black and white, you're not good enough at that exercise to make that leap, to jump to the next weight. Your technique's just not good enough. So it's not a plateau. It's the fact that you need to spend more time at that current weight and earn the right to lift heavier. Period. And people don't like hearing this. And look, I'm not here to you know slap you on the butt and say, well done, great job, lift heavier. If your form sucks, I'm gonna say, hey, your form sucks. These are the things we're going to work on. And if there's six things to concentrate on, we're not gonna attack them all at once. I'm gonna pick one thing. Concentrate on improving that one area. And once you achieve that, cool. Then we work on the next thing on the list until there's no more things to, to worry about and concentrate on. And I'm here to tell you that that actually never happens because as the weight gets heavier, the demands increase and your body wants to find ways to take shortcuts and do things easier. And by easier, I mean by using less energy. And by using less energy, I mean doing things incorrectly. That's never where we wanna be. We're always aspiring to do things the best way possible. If it requires more energy, more effort, more concentration, then so be it. That's what we're here for, to get better, to challenge the body, to build more muscle, to gain more strength, to get fitter. And as I've said, the only way to do it is by overloading the body. Take something that feels hard right now, get so good at it that it no longer feels hard. It feels medium. And then you get even better at it and you increase how efficient you are and it starts feeling easy. So the old saying of it doesn't get easier, you only get better is so true. It is so fucking true. The problem people have is they are too impatient. You want results yesterday. You're not willing to put in the time and the effort. And this is why I'm just truthful with people. I give people direct feedback. I'm not rude. I try not to be rude. I actually try to choose my words very, very carefully, but I just try to be upfront. 
hey, you're currently doing this. Um, these are a couple, you know, things that we need to work on improve, uh, both from a safety standpoint, but also from performance. So that's what we're gonna work on. Does that make sense? Yep. And if you can't do it at that current weight, maybe it does mean taking a step back and building the movement back up. So leave your ego at the door, lift the weight that you're capable of, not that you want to lift, not what you think you can lift, but what your technique demonstrates. All right, pick the exercise that you wanna develop, whether it's a push-up, whether it's a military press, whether it's a Turkish get-up, whether it's a squat, whether it's a bench press, it doesn't matter. And use that step loading principle. Pick a weight that challenges you, but you can do with perfect form. And if it means you can only do three reps with it, great, just do three. Not four, not five. If three is your maximum of perfect reps, three is where you stop. I don't care if you wanna do four, you can't do four good ones, so I just want three. And you keep doing that until three feels medium or three feels easy. Then, then try a fourth. And if that looks perfect, bravo, sir or madam, you have improved, you have become stronger and you have increased your technical efficiency on that exercise, meaning you got better. The program fucking worked, all right? And I know that's a bit of a long-winded kind of um, explanation, but it's really important you understand all avenues of what I'm talking about here because programming is actually quite in-depth. It's there is There actually is a lot of science to it. Um, I try to keep things very simple from a coaching standpoint. Um, <clears throat> and keep things as concise as possible. But I'm trying to give you the big takeaways here, the big rocks, things that actually matter and make sense. Um, so that you understand, okay, this is what we're doing and this is why we're doing it. So you can see the benefits of, all right, step loading is different to progressive overload, but I can see, I can see the merit behind it. I can see the value in that. I can see why that would work when I hit a, air quotes, plateau. Unfortunately, the problem a lot of people face when they use step loading of staying with the same weight for a prolonged period of time is improper weight selection, going too heavy or too light. So it's got to be right on that sweet spot. It's not, it can't be too heavy that, you, that you're not able to do the exercise properly. And it can't be too light that you're just going through the motions and you don't have to actually work for those reps. It's got to be just right. This is what's called the Goldilocks zone. All right. <laughs> One of my students, she calls this porridge. All right. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's just right. All right. It has to challenge you. It has to work the muscles hard. And your technique should be absolutely immaculate, pristine, perfect. Your form should look absolutely marvelous. Full range of motion. No compensating, no cheating, no back bending, no side bending, no rotating, whatever the exercise demands. Uh, it should look clean from start to end. Every single rep. I don't care if you're doing run, one rep or 46 reps. Uh, they should all look the same. As mentioned, the only thing that should be different is the output. Uh, the output, how difficult it is, how much effort is required on your part. But in terms of form and technique, it should not deviate from the standard, okay? 
So there you go, guys. That is a full-blown um, dissection and detailing of a different way of programming. Okay, this is called step loading. Use it if and when needed. I really like it because it's simple. Uh, I like Pavel's quotes. Like I said, it uh, it weeds out the people who are impatient to learn the technique um, and juveniles who just want to, juveniles or people who just want to get flogged. If you just want to go and sweat, uh, go and do some burpees. Go and fucking hop in a sauna if you want to sweat. Um, but if your goal is to actually truly get stronger, build some muscle, get fitter, move better, you need to work on your technique. And you can't lift heavy with shit technique. Well, you can until you can't. And what I mean by that is until an injury fucking strikes you down. And then you can't move. All right. So, guys, that's the beauty of step loading. I use I use this type of um, programming in my own training. It works really well. Uh, it, like I said, it reduces the need for those really up or down days where you're feeling really on or really off. And it just might be another tool in your tool belt. Um, like all tools, you don't have to use them all and you don't have to use them all at once. Pick and choose when you use it. But if you find yourself hitting a plateau or you're just getting frustrated, not being able to lift heavier, maybe it's time that you do this step loading protocol. Uh, pick a weight that you can manage. Your technique is absolutely perfect and dominate that weight. When you can dominate that weight, then you can bump things up and challenge yourself with the weight a little bit heavier. So that's step loading, guys. If you have any questions or follow up on this, reach out to me on the social medias. I am on Instagram. I'm on Facebook at FullerSC on Instagram and at Fuller Strength and Conditioning on the Facebook. The Facebook. So I'll speak to you guys soon for another episode, but I hope that helps and gives you something else to play with with regarding to your training. And uh, yeah, remember, weakness is never a strength, and strength is never a weakness. If you loved the wake-up call, found it entertaining, or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please, share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.